Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the ISM Show. We are so excited to have you here with us today. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and roll it. Yo, what is up, Illinois Student Ministries? Welcome to episode four of the ISM Show. And as always, we want to remind you to please be following us on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're there for you on every single one of those platforms. Uh, well, guys, it, it's good to see you today. How are you doing? Doing great. Great. Yeah? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing better than great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, do I'm doing better now. Um, I'm doing better now than I was at the beginning of the week. At yeah. the beginning of the week... Uh, you know, I think it's no secret anymore. You know, the cat is absolutely out of the bag. Um, we we released the video that was just announcing that uh, summer camps for kids and youth, uh, our breakaway camp here at, at Lake Williamson Christian Center, we had to we had to cancel them yeah. because of the mm. stupid coronavirus. Oh, I'm seriously, I'm sick of it. I'm just over <laughs> it right now. I'm so done. I'm done being locked inside. I'm done with the virus. I'm done with it all. Um, I'm, I'm done with social distancing. And I'm an introvert. Like, And I am like done. I want to be around people. I want to be around my friends. I want to be around my family. And, uh, you know, this just, I got to be real with you guys. Like, this stinks, man. And, and I think yes. it's got to be, <laughs> it's got to be okay. Like, it's got to be okay to just be frustrated yeah. mm -hmm. about the whole situation, you know? Um, uh, for myself and for my wife and for the whole Illinois Student Ministries team, uh, I think that was by far the most difficult announcement that we had to make. And uh, students, like I want you, I want you to know that, like this, this was not an easy decision. Was it practical? Sure. Was it was it rational? Yeah. Was it an easy decision to make? Absolutely not. Like this is the first time in the history of Illinois Student Ministries that we've had to cancel one of our major events. Um, and, uh, you know, we could talk about the practical reasoning for it until we're blue in the face. And, and I, I mean, we, we can, we can like, we can talk about that a little bit, like, because students, I know, I know that you're frustrated and, and sometimes like you need to see like the rationale behind the decision-making process. And so, I think one of the biggest things for me was that there's just not a planet that exists where we could do social distancing yeah. at breakaway camp, right? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes. Like, yeah, like ADDs, totally. like up this close to each other. For yeah. Basically, well, not even just ADD, like everything that we do everything. is like so packed in and like yep. even like a a herd of sheep. Yeah. yeah, I know you are. We <laughs> moved together. We literally moved together around this campground in herds. People are packed in close together everywhere you go. And that's that's part of the fun of camp. It's just being with all of these people um, in a safe and fun place where you can get closer to Jesus. And it's an incredible experience. And I think for me, that's the biggest like tipping point for me because at some point, we have to realize that like if we tried forcing camp this summer it would be at the expense of the experience yeah yeah and uh i just think that w we have to be real with ourselves at some point that if we were to have a thousand kids on this campground and we still tried to enforce social distancing like who's enforcing that what are you saying 
You know what I mean? Because if you tell a kid to stand six feet away from another kid, he's going to run into another kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no social distancing at camp. There's no social distancing. It, like the ice cream line alone in the cafe oh, yeah. after service would go to Canada. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the way. How, oh, how important does the front of the line pass become this year if we do social distancing at camp, you know? And I mean, like we have to be realistic about it. Like, it, mm. Just even down to the housing, like there's, like there's no way for us to have safe and sanitary housing, um, in in Clark Hall, in the lodge, in Lakeside, mm. in Parkside, because you know there's ten uh, to twelve students in a room sometimes, and and I'm sorry, but like you can be from all all different parts of the state, you're coming together, and then you're going back out to all these different parts of the state, and and at some point we have to say, are we being responsible? Uh, mm -hmm. in the midst of everything that's going on. Now, there's people that are out there and they're saying maybe this is overhyped or maybe it's we're underhyping it. There's people that are out there that are saying, yeah, this is the responsible decision. And then there's other people that are like, yeah, we get where you're coming from. Uh, look, let's set all the politics, let's set all of the conspiracy theories mm -hmm. aside. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the reality of where we're at in our state and the reality of where we're at in the timeline in this season with the coronavirus is just severely limiting our ability to have an incredible camp experience this yeah. year. And we never want to, um, we want to, we, we never want to enforce the experience out of a camp. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think, you know, we, you, you come here and like, there's, there's just going to constantly be this tension. There's going to be counselors and then there's going to be students and, and nobody's really going to understand what the expectations are, especially when you have a thousand people all in the same place, and it, it would just make it extremely difficult. So students, please understand, um, even though this was um, a practical decision, even though this was a rational decision, this is still a very difficult decision. I mean, my heart's just ripped in half. Like, to think that I'm going to be um, – I, I live on the campground, so to think I'm going to be walking out of my house in the middle of June and in the middle of July, yeah. and I'm not going to be surrounded yeah. with my ISM family, that's, yeah. mm -hmm. that's brutal. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But – one of the things that I wanted to challenge students uh, with, and, 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 I, and I mentioned this kind of at the end of the announcement video, and if you didn't see the announcement video, um, uh, you know, search it out. It's all over social media uh, at this point. Um, but one of the things that I said at the end of the announcement video is, is, is yes, we're not going to be able to have the stage. We're not going to have the speakers. We're not going to have the worship team. We're not going to have the lights. We're not going to have the environment. Um, but Jesus is still enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he is. Like, what if this is the summer where we just finally realize that Jesus is enough? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was talking with Josh about this earlier, and one thing that's been on my heart constantly throughout this whole season is just the fact that, you know, we're going through this time where a lot of things are being taken away from us, a lot of distractions, a lot of things that we would, would spend a lot of our time with or that we would view as just more important in life. So, like, sports – uh, school, work, all that stuff's getting uh, just like thrown out the window right now yep. and we're yep. like alone mm -hmm. pretty much. And Josh and I were just talking about how, you know, it, it can be very easy to view camp as just another experience. Yeah. As like another uh, reset, I guess. Like so it's the next thing. It's like the next fix that you want for your time with Jesus. And like this time that we're in now where everything's being taken away it's it's re, it's god's force reset on us yeah 
to yeah. focus back in on him and realize that it is only him. It is only our relationship with him that is enough. Yeah, and 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 I feel that. Like, you know, I mean, and I think that's such a good word. I think our students are just kind of in this process of morning camp right now because some of them have only found out at the beginning of this week. Some of them found out maybe at the end of last week because some of their youth ministry started announcing it after we told youth pastors and pastors uh, at the end of last week. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think, students, I want to let you know, like, please take time to vent. Please take time to mourn. Like, camp is just fun, and it's such a great experience. And God does incredible things at camp, but the same God that is at camp is the same God that is with you right now where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to limit God to a location, then I think you are really limiting your own view of, of who God is yep. and what he can do through you. Yes, camp is a powerful experience. It, it, it just has this greenhouse effect on your spiritual life. You can come for a week. You can break away from the issues. You can break away from the problems. You can break away from that uh, life that you might have in your community, and you can just focus for a week on God. But, like, I really feel like, and Cole, I'm going to echo what you said, like, the Lord has been leading us through that season right now. We Mm -hmm. We have been going through literally a, like a like a three month breakaway process right? yep. yeah. already, <laughs> right? And um, and I want you guys to start thinking of it like this: like you have been broken away from your idols, yep. you have been broken away from your schedule, you have been broken away from your routine. What are you doing with that moment? Like if you look forward to camp. Uh, as a week where you can leverage your relationship with God because you're getting to break away. Cool. What are you doing right now that you have been broken away? Yep. In uh, in in I just I'm, maybe I'm standing on a soapbox here. Maybe I'm just starting to like preach and bang the table a little bit. But but I just want I want our students to realize like it 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 has never taken camp to ignite your relationship with Jesus. It's yeah. just taken your willingness and your pursuit. <clears throat> That's. That's like something that uh, when we were talking about it, like that reminds me of a lot. What I was saying is, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, no, no worries. Um, so a few years ago, I remember um, Pastor Joey was speaking. It was either camp, like breakaway, or PK camp, but he talked about how passion, like passion, is good, but it's weak. And so, like, yep. some I was, some I mentioned was, man, a lot of people are going to be passionate about camp, but I mean, in that, people will go from camp and then they'll go the entire rest of the year and just they'll be good for like a week or two, and then they'll just drain out and then they're, they have to wait till camp comes back around. And it's like, like you said, it's like a reset. Camp becomes a reset for them. This is their time to be passionate about camp. Be like, yeah, I feel God there. Yeah, this is where my relationship really builds. And it's like, that's kind of like the opposite of what we're looking for. Like, yeah. this is where you come to, like, you see your friends, you're in a, like, yes, it's a great, it's a great experience, a great culture, like a great time to just get away. But at the same time, if you're not taking, if you're not taking the time to build your relationship outside of camp, if you're not if you're not pushing towards God in your everyday life, and you're just waiting for camp to come back around. Like you're just going to be stagnant forever and you're, you're going to feel like you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I think, I think passion motivates us, but it's spiritual discipline that sustains yeah. us. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that our, 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 our students, you can come to camp and you can worship and you can be in the environment and you can get that heart check. But what really sustains that relationship with Christ is those moments that are in the unseen. Yep. How many times are you opening up your Bible and, and, and reading God's word on a daily basis? How many times are you just seeking the Lord's face and praying with him um, and, talking to, and talking to Christ? Uh, are you doing devotionals? Are you, are you guys writing down 
things in your journals. Like that's that's where that relationship with Christ is going to be built. And I think um, taking a summer off of camp is is going to really. It's I think it's going to really separate um, people from a, a serious relationship with God and one that was just event driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, camp doesn't make or break your relationship with God. No. Like, not having yeah. it doesn't mean it's over. Like, yeah. I mean, like you're saying, this is the one-on-one time you have with God. Mm-hmm. This is the time you are uh, privately healthy with God. You're taking yeah. your time to be with Him in devotion, like you were saying. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we don't have camp. It's going to suck. But, I mean, that's that, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't end it. That doesn't mean, all right, well, I guess we have to wait till next year. No, it's now is your time to step up yourself. Now is yeah. the time to step yeah. into... Yeah a further calling, step into a further relationship that God's calling you to, that he's chasing after you and he's just waiting for you to come back to him. Amen, man. I, I think that's so good. And students, if you're watching right now, uh, please understand that this is, this is kind of turned into like maybe a special edition of the ISM show where we're, we're just kind of processing um, the decision that we had to make to cancel camps uh, this summer. And I, 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 you know, as we're as we're talking about it and we're processing through it with you guys, we just want to be an encouragement to you, and I think we need to find that balance. Yes, it stinks that we're not going to have camp. Why? Because camp is just fun. Like, yeah, I mean, camp is the place where you get to come together with all of your friends. Uh, camp is just one of those places where it's just it's it's. I mean, it's just legendary. You know, I mean, it's it's tradition. It's so much. It's. It's so it's such a powerful and such a fun experience, but we also need to balance that with the with the fact that Jesus is enough, yeah. and if we don't have camp, uh, I still have Christ, you know, and uh, we we do want you guys to know uh, this this really important thing is is that we're not just calling camp and leaving it at that. Uh, I want you guys to know that the ISM team is coming up with a ton of different things that you guys are going to be able to get involved with and engage in over the summer. The first thing that I wanted to talk to you guys really quickly, and we're about to roll a video really quickly, uh, just kind of highlighting this project is, is, uh, is, is, is speed the light and uh, our, our, our focus on world serve international um, this summer, uh, especially now that camp is gone. um, and, 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 and here, let me put it this way. I think, I think for the past couple of months, we have been so focused on the coronavirus. We've been mm-hmm. so focused on um, a virus that can take life, that it's caused us to do everything we can to preserve life. And I think it's time as, as the people of God that we start giving life. Yeah. And I think that's what I want to focus on this summer. Um, you know, we have this incredible partnership with WorldServe International, and then it's Assemblies of God Mission that is based in Africa. And essentially what these incredible people are doing is they go to Africa and they dig these very deep water wells that can, that can supply water uh, to up to 2,000 families uh, per day. And they're, they're building these water wells on the same property that Assemblies of God churches exist on. So people will come and they will be able to get physical drinking water and then they can also uh, experience the living water that can only be given to them by Jesus Christ as well. So why don't you take a look at this really quick video highlighting what World Serve International is all about. Water is life. Having clean drinking water is something that most of us in the United States take for granted. At the turn of a faucet, you can rinse your dishes, take a shower, and make a refreshing glass of iced tea. 
But imagine life without clean water, where you have to travel hours on foot in the hot sun just to find a muddy trench filled with stagnant rainwater. Insects have laid their eggs in it. Your livestock drink from it. It is diseased with animal feces and urine, but it's the best you got to bring home to your children and family. Water determines quality of life. Water is essential. Water is life. And water is the vehicle which the gospel is being spread in Africa. Over the next few years, Speed the Light has made the commitment to spread the gospel through unconventional means. We are bringing physical water along with the living water of Jesus Christ to completely transform these desperate villages in Africa. Your Speed the Light money will make it possible for WorldServe to strategically dig wells just like this one next to churches. These churches then become powerful oasis centers in which water provides sanitation, restores dignity, and changes lives for all eternity. Will you help? Speed the Light is calling you, along with thousands of students across America, to end the water crisis in Africa once and for all, bringing the gospel to the most remote places so that every person may find life in Jesus Christ. Now, this is good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I just, uh, I really want to partner with them. I think, so I, I, let's put some things in perspective really quickly, right? Um, the coronavirus is serious, and, I, and I, I don't think anybody's saying that it's not. Um, but at the end of the day, and, and long before the coronavirus ever like existed or before we ever knew about it, there was a, there was a clean water crisis. Did you guys know that every single day that 2,000 children that are kindergarten aged and under die from not having access to clean drinking water. 2,000 a day. 2,000 children a day are dying because they don't have access to clean drinking water. And we can do something about that. Yes, we have been in life preservation mode, but I really think it's time for us to switch into life giving mode. Um, and that's why this summer we're going to be launching an incredible initiative called Walk With Water. Uh, you guys are going to start seeing a lot of social media posts about this. And this is going to be an initiative that we're going to be doing in Illinois Student Ministries. And it's going to be happening in July. We're going to be challenging uh, students and kids all over the Illinois district to commit to walking one, three, five, or more miles uh, with two gallons of water in your hand to walk with people that are having to walk miles and miles and miles and miles a day just to get access to dirty drinking water. We want to provide them with access to clean drinking water so that they can also have access to the living water. You guys are going to see these digital info packs that are going to be released to your youth ministries. They're going to include pledge sheets that you guys can uh, get people to sign and, and donate to uh, your water walks with. Uh, you guys can come together as, as youth ministries and do these. You can get together with your friends and commit to doing these water walks. I know that my family and I are going to be walking around Lake Williamson as much as we possibly can with these jugs of water because we want to walk with people who are trying to get access to clean drinking water. And we want to let them know, not only are we with you, but we are going to do something about that. Um, you know, I, I just think, I think this summer, we need to make sure that there isn't a void. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's so easy to say, oh, we're not doing camp this year. Let's check out. 
but to the mm-hmm. average student, and I want to kick this over to you guys really quickly. Like, so what would you say to the average student in Illinois Student Ministries right now? Maybe they're a consistent uh, youth group attender. Maybe they're maybe not so much of a consistent youth group attender. Maybe they're a fringe kid. What would you say to those kids about getting involved and staying involved and keeping that hype going this summer so that there isn't a void? Want me to go? Yeah. Um, there you go. Well, the thing that comes to mind with that um, is um, is really, it's, I mean, it kind of sucks to say, but I mean, it's kind of like a learn from my mistake type moment. Um, I... Uh, Cole and I were talking earlier today, and like I mentioned how I regret not taking my relationship with God seriously through mm-hmm. most of high school. I regret not um, stepping out in faith more. Um, I, I could probably count on one hand how many times I did through high school. Um, and so that's like something I look back on and like I'm like, I wonder what God could have done in my school if I was willing to step out. Yeah. I'm wondering... I'm wondering how many people he could have saved if I was willing to step out and be a little more different. Not that people didn't know I was a Christian, not that they didn't know that um, I was a Christ follower, but being willing to step out and say, I'm willing to live this out, not just be known as it, but willing to live it out in every way. And so that's something that um, I would encourage to the students. I mean, don't be afraid to step out. I mean, I think Cole can agree too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just look back and I'm like, there's so many people in your school who, who need to reach. There's so many lost people that need to be reached. Yep. And uh, I don't know, part of me is like, I wasn't willing to step out. I wasn't willing to um, step into the calling of who God called me to be to reach other people, to reach the lost people. Instead, I was more focused on myself and not wanting to be outcasted. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's just, I don't know, just... No, I get you. I get yeah. you, man. I, I yeah. wanna I wanna add in there because you know, it's important to understand we're talking like years after high school. We're what two years now in yeah. the in a college. Yeah, years. <laughs> so years. So, okay. We're pretty seasoned. But the, at this but the point. thing is, the thing is, okay, I'm not saying like we're seasoned. No, no, no. Whatsoever. <laughs> That's not all what I'm saying. But but we we've had experience outside of college. We're going to Christian colleges, so we've been ex- like we've been exposed to more of like that kind of uh, that kind of viewpoint and all the knowledge that comes along with that going to these colleges. And so, you know, right now we're definitely f- having that feeling of, yeah. you know, if I knew then what I know now, what could happen, you know? And so like that's what's causing these uh, like feelings of regret and feelings of what could I have done differently. But I do want to encourage you and let you know that this season is – 100% about you and God. And so it's not so much about whenever uh, you go, like what Josh is saying, going out and doing, being different. It's not about what you can do. It's about what God can do through yeah. you. Yeah. And this time now is a season where God can speak to you. God can begin to live through you and expose new things to you about who you are, uh, who you're called to be, who you're meant to be in Christ. And uh, it's a perfect season for you to discover your identity in Christ. And so, you know, it, it, all, it all comes with just being intentional during this time, being 100% personal with God and wanting to 
go after him with all of your heart, soul, and mind. It's uh, all up to you. And yeah. so it depends on what you're going to make of it, how you're going to treat it. And so I just encourage you to, to go after it and to keep going. Do not give up. Don't ever give up because that's whenever you feel those feelings of doubt of in giving up, that's whenever the enemy can come in and just completely like tear you down. Yeah. Something that I thought of as you were saying that uh, my coach at uh, Evangel for football, something he said a lot was the decisions you make now are going to affect your future families. Mm -hmm. It's like your future wife, your future kids. And so like in the same way, I think this applies to this, the decisions you make now, the habits, the um, devotion you build now um, in this time of quarantine, in this time of being alone and being able to focus on God is going to affect the decisions you make in the future. It's going to affect how much you let the spirit lead you and being willing to step out in your school, being willing to step out in the hallways and say something mm -hmm. um, for the people around yep. you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I think it's really important, and thank you guys, because I think that's incredible advice for all of our students in Illinois Student Ministries. And, and we don't want this to be a summer of regrets. We don't want this to be a summer of loss. We, we think that even though there's not going to be camp, that this can be a summer full of victory. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 mm -hmm. and that's why, you know, at Illinois Student Ministries, we're going to do our very best to equip your youth pastors and your children's pastors with the resources that they're going to need to leverage your passion and to leverage your devotion. And I, I, I really want you guys to, to, to hear me when I say this, that we are coming up with some unbelievable camp kits yep. yeah. uh, that your youth pastors are going to be able to, to use. There's going to be a lot of flexibility. They're going to be able to use it right where they're at. But we've already, we've already booked some incredible speakers. I mean, we've got uh, Brandon Cormier. We've got Michael uh, Mack. Mack is going to be Mack. coming and doing a session for us, and you guys know him from Momentum. We've got the amazing Melissa Alfaro, and we also have Chris Estrada on the docket. I mean, these are like nationally renowned speakers that are committing to a, a four-day, four-night kind of camp experience, camp kit that you guys can do in your local church. And we're equipping your youth pastors with that. So there are going to be moments where you can leverage this devotion and where you can leverage this newfound commitment with Christ. And you can use it to bring your friends mm -hmm to your youth ministry where you are going to be doing kind of like this mini camp experience or you can do this mini like youth ministry revival wherever you're at. You can call it whatever you want to, but we we are working around the clock. We're working diligently to make sure that you guys have the resources you need to make sure that there's not a void this summer. And that's yep. what we want to make sure you guys are understanding is that in no way, shape or form because camp is gone, does that mean that you are allowed to check out? Yeah. You are yeah. either going to check out or you are going to step up. And I think that the students in Illinois Student Ministries uh, just have a really unique opportunity to not mm -hmm. only publish their faith, but to make their faith public to all of their friends that are running in their circles. This is the, like, like uh, what are the odds that are stacked against you guys right now to grow your youth ministries when your youth ministries can't even meet? Like, I dare you guys to, to like, buck the trend and say, no, you know what? We're going to do the impossible in this moment. And even though our youth ministry isn't going to be able to meet together for some time as one big group, we're going to be the youth ministry, and we're going to minister to the people in Come our on. communities. You're either going to check out or you're going to step up. And I really, don't, I really believe 
that whether or not there is a void this summer is going to largely depend Mm -hmm. on your commitment to, 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 to Christ and to making Christ known in, in your community. So again, really excited about these camp kits. Yeah. Really excited about it. I mean, youth pastors, if you're watching right now, I mean, this is going to be a digital resource that's going to include rec guides that you can execute on multiple levels. If you guys can meet regionally in a bigger group, you can do larger rec activities. If you can only meet in small groups, we're going to give you small group rec activities. And if you're still isolated where you have to stay at home, then we're going to give your students challenges that they can do at home as well. We're going to have small group discussion guides. We're going to have breakout sessions that are going to be available for each and every single one of you guys. We're going to schedule this thing from front to back for you. And also, like I already mentioned, we have already got some of the best speakers in the nation committed to talking to your students about Jesus Christ. And and I'm telling you, this is going to be an absolute win for you. Not only are we doing this on the kids' side, but we're doing this on the youth side as well. So on top of all of the initiatives and pushes that we're going to do for Speed the Light, we're also going to make sure that you can have an initiative for your local community. Why? Because we believe in spreading the gospel here in, in the United States and in our local communities and on the other side of the world as well, right? Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. I'm just, I'm just excited about that. Sorry, <laughs> awesome. I will step off of my soapbox right now. So here's here's something it's that good. I want to ask you guys. Uh, you guys might not know this, but the uh, legendary Paul Heinzman has just stepped in the room and he's actually watching behind the scenes right now. Uh, legendary, hey, Dad. legendary. <laughs> And so we uh, we just wanted to like uh, we wanted to jump in and, and get a little nostalgic here. Camp isn't gone forever, right? It's coming mm. back in 2021 in the name of Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I think by the time 2021 rolls around, we just hey, rebel. Like we're, we're having it, <laughs> we're having it whether you like it or not, JB. All right, hey, murder uh, so, hornets, murder hornets might be yeah, here. They okay. might be here. We'll give everybody a wiffle ball bat. Right? <laughs> Let's go. Just just send them off. All right. And uh, for those of you who can't aim, we'll get the really big wiffle ball bats for you so you can at least have a the big jug i think that's what yeah, they call yeah, it have a fighting chance you know what i mean uh so guys what i want to do is i want to just share some camp memories and students if you're watching right now uh i want to i want to go ahead and give you a challenge as well uh can you like post your camp memory film yourself on your phone mm-hmm. and just and just post a camp memory it could be funny it could be spiritual it could be a little bit of both but just use the hashtag breakaway memories uh, and we will uh, re- we will repost some of those uh, camp memories that you guys have had just to keep the good times rolling right mm-hmm. yeah um, in memoriam so I remember one of my favorite camp memories and I'll just kick this off maybe while you guys are thinking of your favorite camp memories <laughs> yeah <laughs> Josh uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember this one year at camp, uh, we, we had this kid that showed up maybe with a hundred loaves oh <laughs> of my gosh, bread story. <laughs> and it was weird. I was, I was a Dean at the camp this year and I, I, I just don't know what motivated this kid. And I don't know how he got all of these loaves of bread, but they were like those French baguettes. He got them. Like, I know who it was. I'm not going to say, but their youth pastor, like they stopped at Walmart before they got to camp so they could buy like stuff to like to decorate the rooms and stuff and bribes. This man said, forget that stuff. I'm buying the bread. Yeah. He goes, so what is he? So he goes to the bakery and he's like, I'm going to need all of your baguettes. <laughs> all of them. Why? I just really like garlic bread. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? Kid buys like a hundred 
loaves of, of like bread, like the, the bread, the giant yeah. like yeah. French bread, bread. Yeah. The, the giant French bread. And so I'm starting to get complaints from some counselors and from staff, some staff and some <laughs> students. They're like, hey, uh, there is a giant <laughs> loaf of bread in the toilet <laughs> in the activity center. And we're like, and oh, so man. like day after day, we're like pulling these loaves of bread <laughs> out of like me. toilets, <laughs> out of the auditorium, out of the fountain, out of the activity center. And, and finally I'm like, we, we've got to catch this kid. We gave, we gave this kid a name. We started calling him the, <laughs> the, phantom, the phantom loafer, right? The phantom. So the phantom loafer was striking and we just, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. This is back in the day. And this is, this is for some of you real old school camp folks, but this is when Dave Mudd was leading worship before morning, the worship team, you know, re, uh, you know, Dave, his oh. brother and, and their band, just a bunch of just super fun, fun people. And so we're just all laughing about this because this kid is just is is just sneaking into bathrooms <laughs> and leaving loaves of bread. So I'm like, guys, we need to set up a sting operation tonight. <laughs> and so we get, get some him. of Dave's band members to stand outside of the the door of the auditorium bathroom and just w- watch for a kid with a loaf of bread. <laughs> Like they're loaves of bread, like surely, this big. surely at <laughs> least see it. ten feet long, right? Like, and so like surely you'd be able to see it. Yeah. Surely you would see a loaf of bread, like like if it's in the leg of a kid's pants, or if it's like he's got it in his shirt, or <laughs> his if shirt it's like, if it's like if it's sticking out of like a bag or something. Like yeah. surely we're gonna see the loaf of bread. We go through the night. We are watching everybody at the door, and we couldn't find anybody. But there was a loaf of bread <laughs> in the toilet. He got past security <laughs> with the bread, and he still dropped a loaf. <laughs> Can I say he still dropped a loaf? Yeah, yeah. yeah he dropped. He dropped a loaf <laughs> in the thing, and and so finally, we're like, who could have done this? We start. We put out an all points bulletin, and so finally, Drollinger, Adam Drollinger, comes up and he goes, "I know the kid. I know who did it." And he, I th- he goes to my youth group. I'm like, well, Adam, how, how do you know? And he goes, well, uh, when we went to Walmart, one of my students bought a ton of bread. I'm like, good to know. <laughs> good to know. And so and so we, we call this kid into the office, and we, we call his mother in advance. We get Adam in on it, and, and, and Paul Heinzman, your dad, Pastor Paul, he comes in, and if you guys have never had like a confrontation moment with Pastor Paul, oh my gosh, it's 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 just soul chilling. It's just it's just like the man has a way of looking at you that just freezes oh your soul inside of your body, pierces just, your soul through your like eyes. Like you would know this. You're his own child, and there's still moments of like very real and right <laughs> fear, right? Oh and, yeah. And so Paul puts on his very best poker face, right? Uh, Ag, we we don't play poker. Poker face, right? Uh, so Paul comes in and he just he's he's in on the joke and he is just super mad and he says something to the kid like, "Hey, um, we need you to call your mother because you have caused ten thousand dollars in damage to the plumbing." <laughs> At Lake Williamson. And I think the kid was like super nervous. He, he calls his mom. Kid calls up his mom, says what happened. Mom is in on the joke. And you hear, like, you hear the mom screaming at him through the phone. It was absolutely an amazing moment. Kid hangs up the phone. He's got tears in his eyes. And as soon as he hangs up the phone, all of the worship team, all of the camp staff, your dad, me included, we all just look at him, point at him, go, ah! 
and start laughing at him. I think we might have traumatized him. We might have not. But Phantom Loafer, if you're out there, well done. Well done, done. Phantom Loafer. Yeah. That's story very ever. good camp very story. good camp story it's just it's just one of my favorite i could tell a lot but i think that oh, one yeah. still is the top of the list for me what about you guys you guys got any fond camp memories uh you can go ahead because i'm still trying to think of one that i <laughs> appropriately tell <laughs> well, you, is that appropriate <laughs> talk about the time you flipped the golf cart is that appropriate what do you mean is it appropriate <laughs> that's a legendary story not only is it appropriate like here's the deal you didn't flip the golf cart. You were just riding yeah, on the yeah, golf yeah. cart that flipped, right? Yeah. And you almost got killed. We all know yeah. who is driving the golf cart, Eric Pillman. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> but you were absolutely driving the golf cart. All has been forgiven. This is in the past, and we laugh about it right now. And uh, But, like, here's the thing. Like, you were, you were, like, flying down, and you were on the back of the golf cart, and then what happened? Yeah. So... Uh, you were a part of it, too. I had you're... no idea. Nope. <laughs> if you mm -hmm. remember that. Uh, I wasn't a part of it. I was just trying to stop the whole thing from happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we were chasing uh, to hire people in the camp, like, staff. Oh, so camp staff were doing this? Yeah. I, I won't I say who it was. I am shocked and astonished. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So we're chasing these guys. It wasn't me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, it wasn't. Pinky promise, it was not me. Go ahead. Um, and so we're on the gravel road behind the activity center, and this person takes like a sharp turn, um, goes down another road. And so it's Eric Pillman driving, I'm in the car, and then also Ty Smith. Um, Which is Justin, Justin Smith's, Smith's kid. Uh, from James River College, yeah. Justin yeah. Smith's kid. Yep. Yeah, he's a pretty strong dude. Like, he lifts branches now. It's, it's actually kind of cool. Wow, That's branches, huh? Sounds really tough. Missouri workouts, baby. <laughs> no, you got uh, wakes? <laughs> no, bro, I got branches. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we're Missouri all, strong. We're all in the car, and so we're going down the road, and obviously, like, this person makes a turn, and Eric's like, bet i'm gonna do the same thing but like he like doesn't slow down fast enough we're still flying he just whips the whips like the steering wheel yeah and like like on, it's mario kart yeah and mario kart drifting i guess yeah. that's what we tried to do yeah hit the gravel the cart flipped in the i go flying into the cornfield mm -hmm. um at and least 30 feet <laughs> like 100 feet like, at least i'm surprised i didn't die in there. <laughs> yeah so it's lucky to be alive yeah. angels caught you and yeah, lowered and you to the ground laid, laid me down like, <laughs> you're a dyd kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then um the car <laughs> sorry the, that's just funny <laughs> hold on so, for me to tell a story i need to hold go ahead on. okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> yeah please. so um the car rolls and it ends up on top of eric pillman and like crushes the steering wheel column and so we flip the car back over, and I'm at that point. I'm like, I'm dead, I'm dead. And so Eric Pillman um, drives away, and like he's like what, like eight foot tall, uh, eight foot one, eight yeah. foot two, and then right in the ball, yeah, right in the ballpark, <laughs> right there, right there. So like he's already like a give tall or take guy. a foot. He's already tall driving the golf car, so he's like already like this driving. But yeah. now <laughs> the steering wheel comes broken. He's like trying to drive it back like this. <laughs> he goes and tells my dad what happened, and I'm like. Uh, other people were involved too, uh, <laughs> but I was like, I won't say who they were. But I was like, Hey, you guys need to take me home because I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, and so I go home, hide under your bed. Like, I was like, You guys need to leave because it's gonna be even worse if people are here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just sitting on my bed waiting. And so the whole thing happened at the auditorium, talking to the whole staff. Yeah, it was um, fun. I remember, I remember from my perspective, 
watching your dad walk in and just because, you know, it, that was an ISM golf cart. Uh, and I remember your dad uh, just just laying into the staff. Like, and he absolutely should have. He absolutely had the right to because we're not supposed to give our keys to like any support staff yeah. or anybody else. Whoever the golf carts are signed out to is who the golf carts are signed out to. And that's why so many policies were written for the golf carts after yeah. that year. I mean, like, we are super, super strict You're and welcome. super Kids safe rides. Uh, with the golf carts now. And, and so we just have to remember, like, yeah. That's why you can't have rides yeah. on the golf carts. That's why when you say, can we have a ride, we pass you up and we laugh, right? So, But, like, background to it that, like, people, not a lot of people know about is when my dad got home after talking to you guys, he was so upset. We used to, we used to but have But he was upset. He was upset. So let me just, let me help buffer this just a little bit. Because your dad is one of the nicest, kindest, most yeah. controlled guys on the planet. And I'm just going to speak from dad experience here. If I found out that my kid was just in a horrible accident and was lucky to be like alive in that moment, I'm. I. I it is going to be a mix of like adrenaline and rage and just just emotions that you're happy <laughs> that I'm just happy you're not dead, yeah. but I'm going to come and kill you now. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> so um, we used to have a screen door. You did. I yeah. Until this night. Uh, my dad, I'm sitting in my room waiting and I hear my dad pull in and I just hear a huge crack. He was, <laughs> if you know my dad, if you've ever seen him, he's like a huge dude. Yeah. His forearm is the size of my chest. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. he literally, he lifts ripped, a lot of branches. He ripped the door off the hinges. Yeah. Okay. And then chucked it okay. into Pause. the driveway. Yeah. Pause. He's like, Pause. Pause in that moment right there. Okay. So Paul Heinzman drives home after the staff meeting to have this confrontation with you. Eric Hoffman and I get in a golf cart and we follow him, but like at a very safe distance. We turn the corner because your house is on that cul-de-sac and, yeah. and we see him get off and we're driving slowly towards the house and we see him grab the screen door and it was locked. He ripped it and then ripped it off and threw it. And we just, we were like, yeah, we'll Later. So we turned around and drove away. We didn't say anything to your dad. We're like, you know, we're going to let him cool off. Just <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, oh, my gosh, the camp stories Yeah, that yeah. we can tell you guys right now. Short story. Long story short. Uh, Don't be an idiot on a golf cart. No, first thing he says to me is, do you know how dumb that was? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we do. It's like, we no, do. why don't you tell me? <laughs> No, I would never say that to my dad. I was absolutely terrified of him. Please tell me how dumb it was, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, long story short, grounded for a super long time. And I was like, well, my life is over. Yeah. He leaves, yeah. comes back. He's like, that was stupid. Never do it again. You're not grounded. I was like, because I love you, son. <laughs> yeah. I love you too, Dad. And, hey, let me just go ahead and uh, and just say, you know, the driver of the golf cart, all the people who were involved in that incident, yeah. All the damage has been done. We we the, it, like it's all forgiven. We all laugh about it now, and uh, we're obviously not trying to throw anybody under the bus or the <laughs> or the golf cart, uh, as it would be. Um, but you know, I think all of us have these incredible camp memories, and I think just to kind of keep our spirits up, it would be really refreshing and it would be really wonderful to hear from you guys uh, about your favorite camp memories as well. Maybe post a short video about your favorite camp memory. And again, use the hashtag breakaway memories uh, so that we can just kind of collect them. Uh, not only would it be good for everybody else in our district, but man, I just think it would be really good for all of your pastors and all of the ISM staff as well, just to see some of your favorite memories uh, from camp. 
listen, uh, you know, the usual ISM show, we would do uh, all these interviews and we would interview students and we would play a, you know, a dumb game at the end. And the dumb games are coming back. I promise you guys, we have got two <laughs> games over oh, the next goodness. couple of weeks that are just, uh, they're hysterical. They're going to, they're really going to make you laugh. Um, but again, if, if you want to, yeah, we're, we're idiots. We're <laughs> well, idiots. we are idiots. So next week we were going to do spicy food, spicy scripture this week, but we are going to definitely do spicy food, spicy scripture uh, next week. And it's going to be, it's going to be a real blast. Uh, we want you guys to know that we love you. And I know this has kind of been a, maybe a little bit of a longer uh, special edition of the ISM show. Um, but we just want to let you know we're here for you. And we're all processing this whole camp thing together. And we're all processing uh, the season that we're in with the coronavirus together as well. And remember, it's, it's, it's our ability to do these things together. It's our ability to come together as a family that's going to make us stronger in this season. And I just want to let you guys know uh, that, that camp 2021 is going to be such an incredible party. It's going to be anointed. Yeah. Uh, we are going to pull out all of the stops to make sure that we can come back with a bang. And, and let me just finally say this part too. If you're a senior and this was going to be your last year of camp, um, I know that so much has been taken away from you. I know that you lost your final year of high school. You, a lot of you guys have lost uh, your ability to walk uh, and do your graduation. Your proms were taken away from you, and somebody tried to do a virtual prom. I saw that once. That was dumb. Like, how lame is that? Like, don't do – what are you, dancing with your computer screen or something like that? Like, you know, we can, we can laugh about some of these things. And uh, I just want to let you know that I, that I am totally sympathizing with you in this moment. And seniors, I want to let you know – now, I'm not promising anything, uh, but I do want to let you guys know that I'm thinking about you, and I am really trying to cook something up special – uh, for you guys, for you, for you students who are seniors in Illinois Student Ministries, I totally understand that this was going to be your last year of camp, and I promise you that I am going to fight very, very hard to provide a, a, a pretty cool experience or resource for you. Somehow, some way, we want to let you know that we are thinking about you. Pastor Phil Schneider's thinking about you. The whole team is thinking about you guys. We love you. So that's the end of episode four. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, and I know that you're processing through all of this stuff together with us. Uh, please join us next week where we're going to talk a little bit more with students who are doing some incredible things for Speed the Light. We're going to talk a little bit more about our Speed the Light initiatives that we're going to be taking uh, throughout the summer and of course we are going to be playing a really fun game called spicy food spicy scripture all right we love you guys and we will see you next week on friday same place same time or is it same bat place same bat channel same bat time what was what? it what Where, why, why? Huh? You Cut it. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs>